This is the North Georgia Life Podcast. Embrace life where you live. Welcome to the North Georgia Life Podcast. It is Jake, your host. Today's episode is going to both encourage you, inspire you, and I hope will give us all a more grateful heart as we go about our day-to-day lives. Hey, look, 2020 has been a year for the ages, and uh, the the our, our media outlets are all trying to stir the pot of, of you know, just finding all the negative in life regardless of what the issue is, whether it's political, uh, cultural, racial, whatever, economic. Hey, look, our media thrives on that. And I'm going to tell you this episode we're going to talk about today, I think is a good grounding place for all of us to remind ourselves how blessed and fortunate we are, how grateful we should be, and that even when things aren't going well, there is a better story waiting right around the bend. So the person I'm going to talk with today has no fingers, has no toes, and he has been encouraging and lifting up and doing something amazing with his life since he lost them when he was 13. Some of you know him, have seen him around the Athens area. His name is Michael Davenport. He's a street artist and uh, we're going to share his story about his accident and and go on our social media and check out some of the things that uh, he's doing, that he's done. And hey, look, if you're looking for an absolutely amazing gift to give someone that is going to touch their hearts, encourage their spirits, and lift them up, you are going to get Michael Davenport's cell phone number on this episode, Okay. You talk about an amazing gift to give someone. It is one of his pieces of art. He can do so many different things. He's truly just absolutely incredible from an artist's perspective. Um, But he also kind of shares some of his faith, some of the, the life lessons that he's come across along the way. And in an era when everyone wants to blame someone or something else for the predicament that they're in, Michael is showing us, that no matter what life looks like, there's always a way to make someone's day. There's always a way to make your life even better than it was before and write a better story than you could ever imagined. I'm going to promise you one thing about this man. There will be more people at his funeral memorial service than there will be at Vince Dooley's and Herschel Walker's combined. This man has touched more families and encouraged more people over the years. And and those two are, are two pretty fantastic human beings as well. But I'm telling you, it's going to be standing room only, like across city blocks. He is an incredible human being. Some of us just struggle to find a reason to celebrate or clap for our own lives because of the circumstances we find ourselves in. Have you ever considered that just the ability to clap is a reason to celebrate in and of itself. You may need to grab a tissue. Hey, this is an episode you're going to want to share with your kids, your family members, your extended family members. Hey, those people in your family that may be living in another state and they are like so polarized in in their negativity, they can't see straight. Share this episode with them. It will make them think about life a little differently. You guys know how to find us on Facebook, Instagram, North Georgia Life Podcast. 
You can email us at NorthGeorgiaLifePodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for all of you who are continuing to share this podcast with your friends and your family members and your neighbors and your coworkers. As I've said, every episode, the audience grows. And um, I know because because I periodically hear from people, it is making life better, which is the goal, which thrills me to death. If you don't know, we are now on Amazon Music, Audible, uh, Stitcher, pretty much every platform that you would listen to a podcast. We are now on, uh, in addition to the ones we've been on, Spotify, iTunes, Google. So now wherever you listen to music, you can listen to this podcast and get great things to do uh, for your weekends, for your meals, and places to go, people to see, and things to do. With that, we will get started with one of the most amazing people I have ever met in my 40 years on this planet, Michael Davenport. Welcome to the North Georgia Life Podcast. This is Jake, your host. Today's episode has a lot of uh, sentimental meaning and nostalgia for me. Uh, If you hear some of the background noise, it sounds like we're in a parking lot uh, because we're in a parking lot. We we are uh, on the uh, outskirts of Athens, Georgia, actually uh, out in the back of the parking lot over by the Academy Shopping Center. And I am here today with someone who is really has become a staple uh, community figure in the Athens area. Uh, his name is Michael Davenport. Most of you who have been to UGA games have seen him and his unique ability to uh, paint pretty amazing art with his mouth and uh, paintbrushes and markers and things like that. And I brought with me the reason I say it's nostalgia is because I brought with me the only piece of artwork that uh, that I have from from Michael, which was is almost 20 years old. It's dated in 02. It was back uh, the the rivalry between Clemson and Georgia uh, had renewed uh, after a long, probably 20 year break, and the football teams were playing for the first time in Athens. And at that time, I worked for the athletic department at Clemson. Uh, I was I was still uh, completing my undergrad degree. And came here. I saw him. He was he was uh, in one of the the bars in Athens. I don't even remember which one it was. And one of the I mean, I still is 20 years ago, and I still remember watching you in absolute amazement. So uh, you have you have traveled many miles and and <laughs> and gotten better uh, with your art. You did you did yes. mine with a ballpoint pen, uh, <laughs> which was amazing. But you're using uh, you know sharpie markers and paint and all sorts of things now. Yes. Um, yes. So, Michael, thanks for your time. I know your um, your time is money, so <laughs> we won't keep it any longer than <laughs> we need pleasure, to. My pleasure. My pleasure. First of all, for people who don't know you, don't know, haven't been around the Athens UGA crowd, tell us a little about where you're from, where you grew up. Well, I was born here in Athens, Georgia, the Athens Regional. Uh, they used to call it General Hospital at the time. Well, I was born in 1966, but uh, I was raised up over there on uh, Ether, Ether Athens, the east side of Athens, over there near the airport, close to Winneville. I raised up, uh, coming up over there on uh, 1st and 3rd Street, uh, okay. where I grew up at and went to middle school at, okay. Clark Central, I mean Clark Middle and uh, Clark Central. Okay. Yes. And when you were growing up, were you an artsy kid? Did you have the art gene when you well, were young? Well, not as I can pinpoint it. I couldn't draw a stick figure with both my hands at the time, <laughs> you know. Uh, it was uh, at age 13 when I lost my hands. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know the story. Yes, uh, yes. Do you mind just sharing how that happened? Well, I was 13 years old. I uh, wanted to act like a Spider-Man that day by being with my grandfather. 
Uh, we used to spend every summer down my grandfather's uh, land uh, down in Winneville. We used to go down there to take care of my grandfather, um, who was paralyzed from neck down. And, um, well, that day I got bored, and I went outside. As being 13-year-old boys, you know, we totally to get in this stuff. We, fi- we find trouble when we're 13-year-old <laughs> yes, yes. boys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, um, well, the rope that I... Uh, came across seeing it uh, down a sawmill and I got the rope and I said man this would be a good rope to uh, lasso that old oak tree at the dirt road down uh, uh, from my grandfather's trailer and so well I went up uh, the dirt road uh, lassoing and I said well I'm going to throw the rope at this uh, old tree branch and I missed the tree limb and I hit the power line instead that mm. split second. I was frozen. Um, I smelled burnt flesh, and I didn't realize it was me. It happened so fast. Wow. Yes, yes. I mean, were you holding uh, the rope with, with both yes, hands? Was both that what hands. happened? Yes, yes. Because when I uh, twirled it, kind of like a cowboy, when I lasso it, I, I was twirling it around, and wow. I throwed it up, and I missed the tree limb, and it went over the uh, top line and connected to both the bottom ones. Oh, my and gosh. And that split second, 7,500,000 voted went through me. I was a live conductor at the time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's a miracle I'm here. I was yeah. going to say, thinking back to when I was 13, yes, and, yes. you know, a lot of us when we're teenagers, we're not necessarily yes. in the right frame of mind on any level, yes, uh, much yes. less just thinking about life and our futures and things like that. We're just causing trouble and having a good time. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. In the, the months and years that followed that, I got to imagine that was probably a difficult time period. Yes, that was one of the hardest challenges that I ever uh, came across. It was, um, it changed my whole life. It changed my whole life. Uh, being in the hospital almost a year. Oh, my gosh. Uh, skin graft. Uh, I think they did about 64 surgery on my body. Oh, my gosh. Uh, 60% of my body was badly burned. Uh, I'm still having uh, complicated after I got attacked uh, recently. Uh, right. But um, I'm, I'm here. That's the main thing. I yeah. thank God every day, you know. Yeah. I've watched some of your prior interviews and, and things like that. Were you? Did you have faith? Were you? Were you in church? I mean, you you talk a lot about just you know your uh, your faith now, but was it there before? Well, it was there before because it really grew while in the course of my incident. Yeah. Um, my grandfather, who played a, a large role model towards that, uh, he was paralyzed, but he used to come to Augusta Burn Unit Clinic. I mean, the burn unit hospital uh, in Augusta. Um, yeah. Every day, that man, he had the biggest smile on his face, but he shared every night before I lost my hand, mm-hmm. strip shot the Bible, you know. Yeah. And he was like, son, grow up to do the right thing, you know. And um, I, I um, while I was going through my incident and, 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 and just gave up when I came out of my coma when it first happened, uh, I was in a coma for a month. I didn't realize how how hard it was going to be, you know. Yeah. For that first year, it was a struggle because I several times I liked to give up. At first, I did give up when I came to. Um, seven days, I stopped eating, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. The doctor threatened by 
telling me uh, he was going to put tubes in my throat yeah. to force me to eat. And then my grandfather, who told me, he said, son, instead of asking God why me, start asking God to help me. Mm-hmm. And it made a lot of sense. I went, after I cried that year, I, uh, I, was, I was breaking down again, and I um, thought about what my grandfather said, and um, I asked God to help me, help me, help me. I said, I'm in a situation that I need your help. Yeah. And um, just seemed like by faith, it, it it was a light that came in that room, and it it lifted up that woe pity Mike, you mm-hmm. know, woe pity me. And yeah. um, so I just, you know, one thing led to another. I just started eating, getting healthy, and that year, be you know, went out, and I had to get back in school, you know. Wow. But I hid away from people because when we had company I used to run in the other room and hide you know because mm-hmm. I was so broke down and mm-hmm. and, and frightened out of all of that you know it, it took a lot of faith you know to get out of that you know yeah and, and God is a big part of that you yeah know? yes was there was there any particular one moment that was just your your point where you just pivoted and started looking completely through a different trajectory and a different lens because you know i gotta i, I look at everybody knows you mm-hmm. around this yes, area yes. and i mean you you are a community staple in the the athens area which is a huge market for lack of a better term and i'm certain that 13 year old boy couldn't have imagined that in you know a couple decades every 80 percent <laughs> of the people in my surroundings are going to know me yes yes um at a point in, in school, teacher used to sit next to me before I even started writing with my mouth. Uh, I couldldn't write with my prosthesis that well, and because uh, a uh, nerve in my right arm, the only arm I got left, uh, prosthesis. I um, went home and I, I started praying. And I started thinking, what would I do with this situation to uh, be independent? Right. And so the idea dawned on me. It came. Um, across my mind and I start writing with my mouth. I stopped chewing on my number. You know how boys will be boy kids will be kids. They chew on, you know, stuff. Yeah. And I was chewing on my number two pencil and I thought then, you know, I said, Well, you know, let me see can I write my name and so I start writing my name. I think at that course of time things begin to change because the kids at school with me they were like man this man writing with his mouth you know mm-hmm. this boy writing with his mouth and I'm I'm like yeah I'm trying to get my work caught up you know right. and um, well another event course you know happened in Athens Karate Institute who Herschel Walker used to tend to way back and Vince Dooley happened to be at the right place at the right time and I was sketching the very first sketch i ever did was the bulldog head and um well vince seen that and herschel he knew that i could do my homework with my mouth and yeah. uh and they was very supportive of, of, of this little kid uh, trying you know and so i just started from then on that's when my life changed i think yeah mm-hmm. that's amazing yes yeah not a lot not a lot of people get to meet vince dooley and herschel walker yeah yeah <laughs> do you have any idea what the f- farthest distance someone has traveled that's bought one of your one of your paintings or one of your pieces of art i would say from new york city new york city yes any particular you know best memory of of all of your your game days doing your your painting from just people that meet you you know in parking lots like this (laughs) well my better days is um sometime during the weekend being out and 
and seeing the smile of people that finally find me mm-hmm. and um, saying that, Devonport, I want a painting. And so those are my better days, you yeah. know, looking forward to getting up the next day and wondering who is trying to get in touch with me. That's yeah. one of the reasons that I'm, I'm going to make it easy for everybody to try to get the website built on back up, you yeah. know. Yes. Any of your favorite places? Any restaurants you love to go to? Other things yeah. you like to do, you know, in this area? Or, Well, my best restaurant is over there at uh, the Steakhouse, uh, Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. On Elfred Road. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, yes. Love going out there. Any simple, practical things that you've done over uh, over the years to just... You know, this is this is a been a year that's been really difficult for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a uh, such a positive outlook on on life and just what you're doing with what you have in life, and um, have a you know not just a positive outlook on life, but I think you you bring a lot of positive out of other people as well in the same in the same time. Any advice or things that you've done to just help your your mind be positive, help your day-to-day be positive when circumstances weren't what you wanted? Well, I think what my grandfather used to tell me, he said, son, if things don't work out for that day, the day ain't over yet. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I always say, well, you know, sometimes things don't end up the way we plan it, but it always ends what God will be. If you can make sense of that. Yeah. For instance, it reminded me of a time that I was over here once before and um, same parking lot. And I'm thinking, well, man, I'm not going to have no one to come by and uh, get a painting from me. But as soon as I started thinking about negative, God, in a way, I, you can program yourself, stop thinking about negative and yep. start thinking about positive things. Mm-hmm. And up behold, one or two fans of mine came by and they was like, well, we've been all over looking for you and somebody told me to come over here at Academy. I said, yep. (laughs) (laughs) So that brightened my day then. (laughs) Yeah. One of the things I like to do before we end every episode is what I call lightning round, which is a question that has nothing to do with anything that we've talked about. (laughs) Okay. It's usually just a fun question. So this question I have, the subject is me and Mr. Jackson. So which Michael Jackson's 80s song Gets you dancing in under three seconds. Beat It or Billie Jean? Um, Which is your favorite of those two? Billie Jean, I would say. Billie Jean. I'm <laughs> yeah. going to go with Billie, Billie Jean, too. They're both fantastic songs. For for those who don't know, uh, you mentioned early uh, in the in the conversation, you were had an attack on you uh, yes, a few yes. months ago now. Mm-hmm. You're you're doing better, but not 100%. Yes, um, yes. Uh, but the... the people who attacked you took everything you had yes Uh, yes. so for so an independent artist that's Mm -hmm. a pretty important investment that you lost for people who either want uh, artwork of yours uh want you to do you know a uh a sports painting for them Mm -hmm. as i mentioned when i started he does uh things other than just georgia so i've got my clemson um (laughs) clemson portrait in and sits above my desk so if somebody has another sports team that they would really like to have a really a neat gift for a friend or family member or a super fan in their life. They can contact you, get in touch with you. Is Academy kind of your your week to week place you camp out? Well, they can. Yes, that and uh, Texas Roadhouse. Okay. Um, they can get in touch with me uh, through my uh, cell phone okay. number too. It's okay to give it out. Uh, it's seven zero six two two four seven eleven one. Okay. And that's Michael Davenport. Okay. 
So there you go. We just we just fast tracked <laughs> that. Uh, so you're working on a website. Mm-hmm. Uh, for people who want additional just points of connection, you can, I mean, if you just look up Michael Davenport, street artist or something like mm-hmm. that, uh, mm-hmm. you'll see a few uh, different videos and just see some of the things that he's he's done. And when you actually watch him do it, if you were behind a curtain and didn't see that this person didn't have hands, you'd never believe that mm-hmm. it was something that was being done with a you know marker or paintbrush in, in someone's mouth. So, um really really um encouraging and i got a little choked up i'm not gonna lie when i was when i was coming here because when when i got this a painting that you had done for me 20 years ago this was i was still in school yes and had a lot of life to figure out between where i'm at now and when i was there and didn't have a job i hadn't graduated didn't have a real job and i i said to you and i'm so certain you don't remember this because who would remember this? <laughs> but I said, I said, one day I'm going to have an office and I'm going to have this above my desk. And every time I look at it, I'm going to be reminded that there is absolutely nothing that I can't do if I will put my mind to it and get after it. Exactly. And this painting sits above my desk at my home office to this day. Awesome. So um, <laughs> it's, it's, it means it. And I think a lot of people have, have similar stories of just how your your work has impacted and touched their lives and um, you know my encouragement to you is is never just a painting yeah. it's, it's never just a painting this there's so much more to this that uh, that people will will gravitate to and people who are you know are those sports fans that want that really unique thing to have you know in their in their boardroom or in their home office or just somewhere in their you know their game room or wherever they watch uh, football games. This is not just a painting; it's a painting with a story and and I think some life lessons as well. So, yes, yes. well, you got you got a cell phone. I haven't given out anybody else's <laughs> cell phone on the podcast, so you got his cell phone. You can reach out to him if you're anywhere in the North Georgia region. Uh, he is no more. I mean, if you are on the the far outskirts of, of of Canton or that area, you know, it might be might be a two hour drive for you or something like that. But it is well worth it. And I've given you on this podcast several great places to stop for lunch along the way. So you've got that covered. And what a great day trip to spend uh, finding finding the one and only Michael <laughs> Davenport in Athens, Georgia. So, Michael, thanks for your time. I'll let you get back to work. Uh, my pleasure. This is the North Georgia Life Podcast. Embrace life where you live.